0: Welcome to The Royal Decree, a We Three Queens Productions podcast, where we discuss LGBTQIA plus matters, queer topics, current events, and interview people that are influential to the LGBTQIA plus community. Remember, be seen, be heard. And we are recording. Here we go.
1: Okay.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm very excited to be here for We Three Queens broadcast of The Forward Show. I'm speaking with Deborah from Centerlink about a wonderful online resource that they provide for queer youth, Q Chatsky. Deborah, first of all, welcome.
1: Thank Uh,
0: you. Could you please tell us a little bit about yourself, including your pronouns?
1: Absolutely. Well, hello, everyone. Um, Really appreciate being here. My name is Deborah Levine, and I am the director of YouthLink at Centralink, the community of LGBT centers. Um, And I use she and her pronouns. And um, I am the founder of Q Chat Space, um, with lots and lots of other people helping me get it off the ground.
0: Great. Uh, On the Centralink website, Q Chat Space is described as the digital LGBTQ plus center for youth.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about what that means and what uh, QChat Space is? Absolutely. So um, QChat Space uh, was something that existed before um, the COVID pandemic um, when many people went online. Um, and before that, there were pretty limited resources for youth online. And CenterLink, the community of LGBT centers were a network of over 250 LGBT centers across the country. And most of them provide drop-in space and support groups for LGBTQ youth. Uh, but you have to be there. You had to be there at the time. And some of those centers started to try to reach you, youth beyond their, their their typical service area by creating satellite centers, but still it was a pretty resource intensive. Um, and so the idea of having a digital LGBT center is really to do the same thing that we were seeing in, in person um, and having a drop-in space for youth, uh, but have it be digital. So youth are joining and it's all chatting, they're typing, they don't see each other or hear each other. Um, And that is something that the youth said that they wanted. And um, the chats last an hour and a half and there's two a day, every day, but Sunday. All the chats are facilitated by adults. They're folks who work at LGBT centers. They run chats and discussions and drop-in space in their local area. And then they also do them online for QChat Space.
0: Great. Uh, What are some of the
1: benefits
0: for the youth having access to a community center, whether it's online or
1: in person? Absolutely. You know, it's hard in many areas for youth to find each other. And certainly there's many places online where they can, but it's not necessarily a safer place. You can connect on social media. You can meet people through Instagram and Reddit and Twitter. um, But people don't can pretend to be people that they're not. Um, and this is really a safer place for them to be. Certainly, the in-person centers are that, uh, and the digital center is the same. Um, there's always adult facilitators in the space, and um, participants can't direct message each other. There's it's always a community conversation. Um, so we're really, um, you know, trying to keep this as a safer space. Uh, and in addition, in addition to finding community, it's also really an opportunity to develop who they are as a queer person. Um, Most LGBTQ folks don't have parents who are LGBTQ folks or guardians, or maybe they are lucky enough to have a few other adults in their space, but they don't necessarily have anybody to tell them LGBTQ history and talk to them about LGBTQ representation in the media, Um, or to do things like have sex ed conversations that are relevant to their identity and and the kinds of sex that they might have. Um, And all these things are happening on QChat Space. So our goals really are to reduce isolation uh, and help youth find community. And then the second goal is to help them develop a positive sense of who they are as an LGBTQ person. That's great. Um, so if there's
0: a youth who isn't out at home, or maybe they're still trying to figure out where they belong within the LGBTQIA community, are they
1: also welcome at QChat Space? Absolutely. In fact, those teens are one of the main teens that we were thinking about when we developed QChat Space and then we continue to think about. Um, So the weekly chats, the 12 weekly chats, every Wednesday afternoon, there's a chat that's specifically for questioning youth. But the reality is many of the youth who are joining us are questioning and they join and talk about the things that are of concern and interest to them at, at, at most of the chats. There's questions about, I wanna come out, how do I do it? You know, All those things are really, there's who am I, which identity, sharing various you know, definitions of different identities. It's happening in many of the chats, but this is definitely a community that's really, really open to questioning youth.
0: That's great.
1: Um, and I know uh,
0: because we have spoken previously uh, can you talk a little bit about the the
1: text reminders for the chats? Absolutely. So youth can access the schedule of chats on our website. It's qchatspace.org and the schedule of chats for every chat there's a capacity to click a button and set up a text reminder and the text reminders can actually be discreet. So all it says is you have an online chat in an hour. It's actually a 24 hour and a one hour reminder um, and that way a youth can really feel secure that Someone might be like, "Online chat, what's that about?" And they can cover it up, um, but they can also choose a more detailed one that actually has a link, so they can get it, go directly from their text into the into the chat. Um, and youth have a choice of that, and it's also available in Spanish. We have one of our weekly chats is in Spanish, so they can also set up a text reminder in Spanish. Um, and we are seeing that youth are using the text reminders quite a bit. Uh, it's a great way to you know, make sure that they remember, but some of them just jump from one chat to the next. They join all of the chats, they don't necessarily need a reminder.
0: <laughs> That's great. Uh, when a youth joins a classroom, uh, excuse me, a chat room, do they need to provide any identifying information, where they're from, an email address?
1: No, so they, um, in order to set up an account, like any system, the chat platform requires an email address. But that email address is not visible to any of the other users. It's not visible to the to the facilitators. It's only visible to the people who have admin access. So there's a few of us who have admin access to the system. Um, and so though they might ask, like in an icebreaker, you know, where are you chatting to us with us from? Um, a lot of people just say their state. They might just say Alabama, and some people even say the U.S. You don't have to share. Um, at all where you are. It's another one of the benefits, really. There are many youth who do need the anonymity or are not yet ready to be out in any way, and this really provides that space. Right. Uh, you mentioned that the chat rooms have different themes. Can you tell us what some of those are and, and how diverse they are? Absolutely. So every week, in addition to the chat for questioning youth, there's also on Tuesday night, there's a chat that's specifically for trans and non-binary youth. And later on Wednesday, there's a chat for youth of color. Monday night is the chat that's in Spanish. So those are the weekly offerings. Um, in addition, throughout the month, we have one chat that's for trans feminine youth. It happens on Fridays um, once a month. And then there's uh, chats for ace and a- asexual and aromantic youth and bisexual and pansexual youth that also rotate. There's usually two per month. Um, and then there's one chat on a Saturday um, once per month that is specifically for non-binary youth. And so in addition to the identities, um, then the chats themselves all have topics. There's an open discussion occasionally, but there's, you know, they're gonna chat about LGBTQ representation in different forms of media, everything from anime to movies to music. Um, there's LGBTQ history topics, there's sex ed topics. Um, there's a lot of self-care topics. There's talking about coming out, coming out to family. Um, And the topics are things that the facilitators choose, but often in response to what the the youth are saying. And we have a survey at the end of every chat so youth can share any particular topic they really want to talk about.
0: Nice. Uh, When someone joins a chat, what are they agreeing to by being there and what are kind of the ground rules of each chat room?
1: Sure. So we do um, list group agreements, both on the website and at the beginning of every chat, we do want to make sure that youth know this is a community that we're looking out for each other and we want to make sure that people feel safe. And so the five group agreements the Q chat space has are to respect other people's identities and pronouns, to keep confidentiality that what's shared there stays there, um, to be there for support and try to stay positive, to welcome new ideas and different perspectives and to own up to and forgive any mistakes that are made.
0: That's great, those are great rules in general, I feel like. Um, I'm sure that there are people who are nervous about joining a chat room, especially like we mentioned before, who aren't out at home or or still questioning their identity. Do you have any resources to kind of ease, ease their anxiety?
1: Absolutely. So we have a short video um, on the website, but also on YouTube that just shows people what the chat is like. Um, And I really encourage folks to just join though, because it's fine to just say hello and then watch and see what's happening. Um, The facilitators know to say hello and welcome everybody as they join the room and youth who've been there also are really welcoming and, and recognize that people are new and welcome them. And if you don't feel like chatting, you can just say nothing. You can just say hi and hang out and see what's going on. um, And then just wait in as you feel a little more comfortable. Um, It's really a very welcoming space. And if you're not comfortable or the topic is not, you can always leave. You're just a click away from leaving the conversation. Um, most people say, hey, I gotta go. Um, if they're gonna leave, there's just a you know community kindness to let people know that you're leaving early, um, but it happens all the time. And sometimes it's my mother called me for dinner and they leave <laughs> or I've got to get homework done. <laughs> so um, it's not uncommon for folks to leave early uh, and people should just feel comfortable coming and going as they please so they don't need to be there for the full hour and a half? No, they don't need to. I mean, I the facilitators plan a topic. Usually the first bit is just chit chat and how is everybody doing? And they do an icebreaker, um, but there is a topic and the folks or wanting to learn about the specific topic, they might wanna stick around for the whole time, but it's not necessary. It's pretty, you know, teens are busy and it's not uncommon that they come late because they were doing something else um, or held up by something that their parents or guardians asked them to do. Um, So it's totally fine to come and go. We'd love if you stay for the whole time, but it's not necessary. Great.
0: Uh, How is QChat Space able to ensure that every chat room is safe and secure, Uh, you know, both, mentally and emotionally for the youth, as well as their digital information.
1: Absolutely. So it's definitely not perfect. Um, There's no place really online that we can be, but we do our very best to make sure that it's a safer situation. Um, One of the things is that there's always those two adult facilitators. um, Sometimes there's even three. uh, And they're there to make sure that if something happens, that they can manage the situation. Um, And they have a number of tools at their disposal to do that. Um, One is just acknowledging what happened, saying like, that was hard. You know, why did you say that? Can you tell us more? And um, if the issue is um, shifting the group dynamic they're able to actually prevent someone from typing they can do that to a particular member of the chat um, and if it gets really bad they can actually remove them from the room and then if someone's persistently problematic um, we can actually deactivate their account um, interestingly enough we've had close to 900 chats and we've had literally a handful of incidents and um and and those were handled quite readily so it's you know it's And I think the other thing too, is there are people who come in sometimes in terms of like safer emotionally, which is a really great question. There are some people who come in and don't know a lot about what's going on. And so they might say something that's, um, could be hard for other people to hear, or they might talk about some things that are triggering for other people. Um, But we do ask people to provide content warnings. And if people say things, probably the most common thing that happens is people don't know about trans identities or gender identity. And they might say things that feel transphobic Um, And then there's a discussion about it and that person gets to learn something um, and other people get to feel empowered and and practice really responding to those comments. Um, And generally those are youth who mean well and just don't know they haven't been exposed to it yet or they're figuring it out um, and maybe doing a little gatekeeping feeling like their experience is the only true experience of being trans when the trans experience can be so broad, um, so diverse. So ultimately it's it's not, it's not a utopia. Um, there's sometimes conflict, but by and large, um, the two facilitators and the youth um, are really making it a, a safe space. Um, and then they all, we also actually have, we have a youth assigned to almost every chat. Um, they're a Q chatter and they, are, they come every week. So they know the youth as well and they can be a youth voice and really helping to moderate the space.
0: That's great. And I, I kind of love the idea of looking at it as real life experience for when, you know, you are out in the world and you do encounter these things, being ready um, with the language and with the knowledge that, you know, this is the information that you're lacking, let's talk about it. And that's, exactly. that's a great thing to kind of get them used to.
1: Yeah. And that's the more common experience. I mean, the very few times when there've been true, true trolls, we just shut them down. Um, and we have the capacity to do that i mean actually actually really the other thing that makes it a much safer space than other places online is the youth can't direct message each other it's only the group conversation but the facilitators can direct message them and they do actually open a direct message with the youth every time that they join so there if some if there is something they need to speak to the youth privately about or the youth who needs to speak privately with a the facilitator they have that channel um, but youth are really coming to us for Um, Community and support by and large youth are not in crisis LGBTQ youth have a lot going on, but they're also just teens Um, and so just coming and having fun and learning is really the main thing that's happening so QChat chat space is a great option. You know, many people are familiar with Trevor Project, which is a fantastic resource for youth in crisis. Um, And Trevor Project also runs something called Trevor Space, which is like a social media outlet. Um, And QChat Space sort of sits in between that. It's, we refer youth to Trevor Space, sort of a project if they're in crisis. Um, And if youth want to chat beyond the confines of that hour and a half chat, we refer them to Trevor Space. Um, But this is really a time to have a structured conversation, not always sometimes unstructured, but a conversation about topics that really matter to LGBTQ teens.
0: Great. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to
1: add before we wrap this up? Um, I just want to encourage any adults who are listening to let youth know about this resource and any youth who are listening, come join us, check out a chat. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to The Royal Decree, a We Three Queens Productions podcast. Intro and outro music by Joshua Snively. Check out our website at we3queens.com. That's we, T-H-R-3-E, queens.com for all of our upcoming events and links to our social media. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for our next podcast. Remember, be seen, be heard.